Well, welcome everybody to Dropping Keys, conversations and insights about life, leadership, love, and well, whatever else we get into. I'm Joel Morgan, your co-conspirator, and I'm the head of Key Exploration. My uh, mission in life is to wake people up for a living. And how I do that is I seek to inspire meaningful conversations to move people, communities, and organizations forward. And what you have just opened up on Dropping Keys is an A volume. It is an extension of the previous conversation where I take a deep dive into one or more of the keys dropped in that conversation. In this case, a compliment to volume three with co-conspirator Joni Justice. This is volume three, A. But let me back up. As always, we'll begin with reading Dropping Keys, which is the title of a poem by Hafez, a 14th century mystic and poet. The small man builds cages for everyone he knows, while the sage, who has to duck his head when the moon is low, keeps dropping keys all night long for the beautiful, rowdy prisoners. If you haven't listened to Volume 3, please do. You'll get a much better sense of the struggle that Joni is working through that makes this deeper dive the one that I chose to focus on. The key I'm pondering today is an anti-key. You don't need anyone. Joni wondered aloud if I don't need anyone had become part of the American dream. She talked about how our society glorifies the empty tank, the person who never thinks of themselves and only gives for others, or works so hard for their business, the one who's giving their all for their business, family, friends, and they pour themselves out day after day after day with no refill. And this brought to mind a different podcast I'd listened to once where the guest was a tremendously successful, financially successful entrepreneur who shared that he would work eight hours one day for one company and then work eight hours that night for another. His dedication was lauded as this fantastic and amazing thing and something that we probably should emulate if we wanted to be like him. But why? I mean, it seems that we've bought the idea that working harder and longer pays off. That people who are always doing this, always giving of themselves, and not needing anyone else, are somehow heroes. I don't know how she does it all. Is a badge of honor for them, and a badge of shame for us. Because if we knew how she did it, clearly we would do it too. But then the question becomes, am I doing enough? Which leads to the further question, am I enough? We guilt ourselves into feeling bad and inadequate because we aren't as busy or seemingly successful at being busy as someone else. And since we are not as busy, then we aren't as valuable or valued, are we? It's almost as if the American dream is no longer life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, but the pursuit of busyness and the pursuit of not needing anyone. If I work harder, longer, then I'll have the money not to need anyone. I'll be free. Be honest with yourself. When you've thought or said, I don't know how she or he or they do it all. 
Are you thinking that they need anything or anyone or you? Doubtful. What we're doing is we're building a cage for ourselves. And look at where that can lead and what Joni said. I vacated my body. I disconnected from myself. I left myself. Listen to those words again. I vacated my body. I disconnected from myself. I left myself. And yet everyone around her probably only saw her success in selling homes and building her team, killing it, as we say. Killing herself was more like it. Here's the thing. I wish I would have worked more is not in the top five regrets of the dying. I bet it's not even in the top 20, maybe not even in the top 100. Neither is, I wish I would have had fewer friends or not needed anyone's help. I'm not against working hard and building a life for yourself. I grew up on a dairy farm where at 3 a.m. and 3 p.m. every day, 365 days a year, we milked the cows. And my parents, brother, sister, and eventually me were the ones to do it. I mean, I hear people today talk about the hustle, the grind. Uh, Go milk cows twice a day or three times a day for 40 years, and then let's talk about this hustle that you've got going. So it's not hard work I'm against. But our unholy worship of business with the unholy grail of not needing anyone. Humans are wired for relationships, for community, for connection. And when we deny it by overworking, overdoing, trying to be everything to everyone, not letting anybody see any kind of vulnerability, not asking for help, bad things happen. Just look around our world right now. When people think they know it all and don't need any help, it's a little scary. And yet we continue to lift up these people. We continue to to look at their financial success or or maybe they have created some beautiful invention that, that really did change people's lives. But what about their lives? And what about the lives of the people around them? Now, it's not 100% in everyone, but it happens way too often. And I think Joni's on to something. Being disconnected, vacating our bodies, vacating ourselves leads to numbness. And numbness in our lives leads to unhealthy behaviors because we want to stay numb. We want to medicate our numb. And then these unhealthy behaviors sometimes lead to a breakdown. Maybe we have that stroke, heart attack. Maybe like Joni, we just see a picture of ourselves or in some video and it's that realization. I mean, a breakdown can lead to a realization, but a realization might only lead to a moment. I mean, even in Joni's own life, she knew she had this tendency and had recognized it 
more than three years ago, and now it's back with a vengeance. What she needed and what she found was what we all need. People and a path. People. Joni found a coach who really connected with her that she pays to help keep her accountable to these things that are going to make her healthy and continue to keep her successful without vacating her body, without leaving herself behind. We also need those friends and those colleagues to keep us honest and aware of our life and our lifestyle. And we need a path, places, times, and spaces where we can assess where we are physically, emotionally, spiritually, relationship relationally and plan the steps forward forward not to more busyness and emptiness and disconnection but forward to more life and love and wonder and these things don't come from not needing anyone they only come when we connect when we ask for help when we let go of the twisted parts of what has become of the American dream. As Joni says, to do this, you have to figure out what fills you up. And to do that, you have to stop, check in. And I would say you have to seek the keys to release yourself from the cage that you've built. So the key today is not, you don't need anyone. Because you do. Thanks for listening to Volume 3A of Dropping Keys. You can find me at joelmorgan.com or at joelmorgancc on Facebook and Instagram. You can find my book every single day on my website or Amazon. Drop me a note if this podcast connected with you. Uh, get on my email list if you'd like to hear about podcasts coming out or about events that are upcoming or other things. And now, my friends, may the sage drop the key to unlock the cage in which you find yourself. <laughs>